Hi, you're listening to Pursuit and Progress, where we're talking about family, travel, and finding the life that you enjoy. My name is Yana. And I'm Naaman. Thank you for listening. Okay, so today we're talking about the 9 to 5, the traditional kind of 9 to 5 where one person is going to work um, and one person is staying at home with the kids and taking care of the house. In this case, we're going to say that the he is going to work and the she is staying at home just because that's how it is with us, but it can, of course, be completely flip-flopped. We're not saying that uh, men are one way and women are the other at all. One of the cons that I've been thinking about of the 9 to 5 are that it creates a sort of rift in the couple as far as training towards life. Um, You have the he goes to work and his first thoughts are all about work and how to get there and how to be fed and awake and alert. And the she, her focus is more on staying at home and taking care of the house, making sure it's clean, taking care of the kids, making sure they're alive and safe and fed. And so... um, when you have this kind of separation of trainings, that that can cause problems later on when the family is together, say on the weekends, because he's always used to, like, you wake up, shower, eat, everything about me, it doesn't matter if there's laundry on the floor, or it doesn't matter if there's dishes, or that, like, it looks like a disaster because the kids had a party or something last night. The only thing that I gotta do is I gotta wake up and shower, and it's just about me. Right. All right. And so, and then the woman instead, she wakes up on the weekend and she's like, it's just another day basically for me. And I got to get up and oh my gosh, look at the pile of laundry that needs to get done. Those kids need to get fed and the floor needs vacuuming. I got to do it now. And you know, I'm last to brush my hair or put on an outfit that makes me look beautiful or ready for the day. And so it kind of creates this this like rift between the husband and the wife or the partners and they start looking at each other and thinking like why are you not focusing on this how come why are you always so selfish and showering all the time and then he looks at her and thinks like what are you talking about this is completely normal to me what's wrong with me why didn't you go shower why do you still look like you're why are you wearing pajamas and so like this idea that it's it's i don't think you can tell me what do you think neiman i don't think that men and women are so, um, like, specifically different. That, like, just because you're a woman, you're immediately going to think of the kids first. Or just because no. you're a man, you're immediately going to think about, you know, no, yourself No, I think first. That, the, that the problem is that, uh, is that people are actually really good at what they set out to do um, instinctively. And so the woman is thinking, she just hops out of bed and immediately thinks of things that she needs to focus on in that day. And so does the guy. And they're both extremely good at going and focusing on getting those things done. So the guys hop in the shower, get get going to work. I'm already focused. I woke up and I'm immediately thinking about work. And the same thing for the wife. The truth is there's no problem with separation of roles, I don't think. I don't think so either because um, money has to be made. And if you have kids, kids have to be fed. And if you don't have kids, you know, your house has to be cleaned because we all know that living in a shitty, unclean house is just so frustrating. Um, but the point we're trying to make is that with the 9 to 5, you have to, it kind of creates this this atmosphere, this little world where you have two people that are so, so highly trained in these so very different ways of looking at life in the world and that like 
year after year after year of going to a nine to five, you know, if one person works, another person's at home, these ideas of like one person is selfish and the other person gives everything away and doesn't ever think about herself, they can clash. And then you have a couple who kind of either hates each other, doesn't understand where these different ideas or these different thought processes are coming from, or like it just becomes kind of neutral towards each other, you know, or... Or you have couples who eventually will go, like, she just has her own little girl group, and she goes, hangs out with the girls, and complains about her crap. And then he goes to work things with his guys, or meetings, or finds work friends. And so you get this, like, separate life on either side, and you get separate thinking on either side, and it kind of starts this, like, rift, and it creates it, and what's, I mean, it's been bad for the couple... Yeah, it's gonna be bad and for the kids and what the whole happens, family. What happens when you're when the kids are gone after that rift has gone for on for so many years? Mm-hmm. When kids, you think they're gonna be around for a while, they're they're really not. Yeah, they're it's, gonna go eventually. The kids grow up fast, and you're gonna be together, or maybe not so much for very long if you have that that mm-hmm. rift there. Um, and if you've had uh, something, everyone could probably relate to is if you've gone on vacation, you've been together for a while, and you have kids, you go on vacation together. You're no longer in your traditional roles, yeah. and you have arguments, you have fights. Things are not the way you had pictured them going on that vacation at all because you're not in the same role. You see different sides of each other that you don't normally see because you're separated so often. Mm-hmm. And for the guy or whoever is going to work in your relationship, um, you're going to see the flip side of things. You're not going to think, uh, I'm so selfish because I get up and focus on going to work. You're thinking, well, I'm, yeah, I have to go drain my brain at work every day and and that is the sacrifice if you if you work a normal eight hours of day um not including overtime i work quite a lot of overtime pretty much all the time but excluding overtime in 2017 there were 260 working days in the year so if you multiply that by the number of hours it's 2080 hours that you worked um and if you work 2080 hours and there's 16 hours of awake time during during each day that gives you 130 days that you're working from the year, not counting the sleeping time. So 130 days out of the year that you don't see your family, you don't see your children, you don't really see your own, you don't have your own life. You've given up 130 days to go work for someone else. Yeah. So and like you don't own your time when you go to, when you have a typical nine to five. You no. just don't. And we're not unrealistic. Obviously you have to have the, you have to have the resources. That's a reality of life. Um, but if there is a better way, and we think there is. Yeah, we think there is. Um, then we're going to chase that down. And part of that whole, the time consumption that work does is that it's not just time, but the mental toll that it yeah. takes on you. Um, you bring that home even after you're done being at work. Yeah. So, like, it's an addition to those 130 days. Yeah, you're thinking about... Thinking about the things you didn't get done at work, you're thinking about things that could be done at work. You are, um, you're also just stressed. You're tired. Your brain is, your brain is done at the end of the day. And so, what do you have left for hanging out with your family? Very little. Very little. Often, you know, you'd want to come home and just chill on the couch or watch some TV and kind of let your brain go numb a little bit because it's been just so wasted at work, and like. Obviously, I understand that businesses want people who are loyal, who are interested in working for them. But the truth is, is that 
I don't think that typical nine to fivers are ever going to be so invested in the job that they do as say the owners are. So right. because to you, I mean, it, it's a means to an end. You go to work so that you can your, you can pay your bills, so that you can, you know, feed your family and you can drive your car. Well, and if you are as invested as the owners, you're gonna um, wind up decades later not very not very happy because it didn't get you much more than mm-hmm. enough to pay for the next couple of weeks and you know a little extra for for a vacation. Okay, and this this brings us to another point of being stuck in one spot. You can enjoy your job and you can have a good yeah. job. I have a good job. I, can, I definitely wouldn't complain about yeah. uh, about anything definitely I do. Definitely really. thankful and grateful for the job that Nima yeah. has. We're not so for, the, for those part. I'm working with, and you're listening to this in the future. Um, not we're not whining about my job at all. But <laughs> um, but the situation you're in with a nine to five is the fact that you are in a cycle because you are going to make enough money to live and eat enough food and you're going to save a little bit of money you're going to go on a few vacations but unless you're one of those freaks who just loves saving money and saving and saving and saving you're going to find something to spend that money on there's always a list you have in your head you need some new clothes for you or your kids you want a new car whatever but um you're going to slowly wait every year you'll get like an incremental raise yeah maybe big one maybe small one but A lot of times I think the raise you get is just enough to cover the next year's inflation. So even though it'll seem like, hey, look at me, I'm making more money. But guess what? Costs are rising. Food's more expensive. So is gas. And you'll add on to that, you know, a nice, slightly slightly nicer car. Maybe you'll move up to a little bit bigger place. Maybe you have a few more kids. You need a little more um, cash to spend. So um, you're going to go in this cycle of of needing the money and... um, paying the bills and continuing on over and over and over because you're not going to get to a point unless you come along to some miracle job that, uh, that you suddenly have like double the amount of money that you and need. That you can just go and finally do the things that you actually want to do because like for us, we so many times would just say, I'd love to leave and go live somewhere else and do, you know, try doing life differently. But in order for us to go and move somewhere else, we got to save the money to make the move, got to figure out where we're going to live and figure out how um, you're going to make money when we get there, you know, but in order to save the money to do that, you have to go back to your current job and work there longer. And it's just this weird cycle that you can't really get out of because the money you're making, you're using it. And so you never have a surplus. Yeah, in a typical nine to five we're talking about. There are ways around that we've learned, but it's taken us almost a decade to learn these ways yeah um there are you can cut your costs or you can get creative and um we've learned that both both are options and combined um there is a way forward yeah a negative aspect of the nine to five for the nine to fiver the one going to work is that he ends up missing out on home life he ends up being kind of awkward when you come home and you don't really know how things work what the you know the groove of things is and and so the wife ends up kicking you out of the kitchen or kicking you out of cleaning or helping out because you just you're not used to it you just don't really know what it's like you know or you kind of miss out on seeing your kids and maybe there's some trust issues maybe there's some um they prefer mommy to daddy or whatever because they see her all the time and they don't see you and so you get this 
you know, this rift between father and children as well, um, which we all need our dads. We really do. We need that father figure. We need a leader. Um, and that's kind of going to help us throughout life. And if you're not close to your father, well, that's going to cause some problems. And if you go to a typical nine to five all the time where your brain is just smashed with, you know, work focused centered things, um, and that you don't have that much to give when you come home, you don't really have time to give brain space to give. And, um, you're gonna have to work that much harder to get closer to your children and that much harder to have a good relationship with your wife. And that's one place where behavior issues can rise too, is if one person is always focused on on work, they're never really there to spend time with the kid, and the other person is busy taking care of the house a lot of the time, well, those behavior issues will probably come um, from that. You mean because... Um, there's not enough attention being given. Yeah, you, even from the person who's staying at home. Yeah. Because I think that the person that's staying at home, she also loses out, you know, misses out on life in a, in a big way. Because as great as your kid is and as much as you love them, you don't always want to be with them. You're still an adult. You want to have, like, adult conversation and you want to have adult ideas. And so even though you're at home, you might be losing yourself in social media trying to find a group that you can kind of relate to that isn't all about toys and puzzles and Lego and all these different things. Um, which cloth diapers. Yeah. Which cloth or, you know, not everybody wants to be in a mommy group or go and be part of the PTA at school. Some of us just want to have girlfriends that we hang out with, but you kind of don't get to because you have this, your world ends up, uh, ends up revolving, you know, at home within your four walls around your kids and, I don't know. It's it's not something... I don't think that everyone enjoys that. So what is the solution to all this? Um, obviously, 9 to 5s aren't going anywhere, and there are a ton of people who need to fulfill all these jobs that need to be done. Um, unfortunately, not everyone's going to ever try to get out of 9 to 5. No, yeah, because not everyone even knows that they want to get out of 9 to 5 because I think so much of this is your mindset, your um, the way that you, you view this world. If you're not searching for... A different way or a way out, you're not going to find it. It's not going to land, you know, smack you in the head while you're walking around. So I think firstly, you have to actually be trying to actively find a different way of making money and a different way of living your life. Yeah. And there are a bunch of different ways you can do that. Um, one of the first ones, kind of the first level is remote work, just standard taking a, taking a regular job and adapting it to remote work because Almost anything that you can do with a phone and a computer, um, you don't have to be in super tight contact with people um, in your workplace, you can do remotely. With online meeting software and systems like Slack and Asana and other uh, project collaboration stuff, you have everything you need to do the yeah, to do You can stay work. in contact with your teammates, with, you can stay up to date on projects. You can do video meetings, you can do phone call meetings, you can do um, meetings where you have, like, your whole team comes together. Like, there are ways that you can do the work you do now from home. And that is one of our solutions, is is remote work. And obviously, this does apply just to the, like Naaman said, the jobs that you, if you need just your mind, your brain, your abilities, your computer, and um, the internet, you can do this from home. 
And like I said, this is a first level uh, solution. You can go a lot more advanced than this, but with the benefits of just standard remote work is you can be at home with your family. You're going to have meals with them. You're actually going to have meals together. Um, you'll see your kids throughout the day on all your little breaks. They'll probably run in and out of your office space if you let them. But um, you don't have to let them. They don't have to be distracting. You no. know, you can have rules at home where you can see your kids every hour or every couple hours or only after you have meetings and stuff. But the fact is that you are that much closer to your home life that you can interact with your wife and your children in your home and you can kind of get more of a glimpse of how things happen at home and what is the groove of stuff and um, not be so crazy separated. Yeah. And then uh, one, of the, one of the things that Naaman pointed out was that when you're at work, you get like sucked into this strange kind of vortex of work life. And mm -hmm. so your mind is just taken over. And a lot of people, I think, would be surprised to know that, uh, at least from my perspective and a few other people who I've talked to, that they're more focused at home because you're not in that in that work vortex. And you have your you can maintain your own identity and your own thoughts a lot more cleanly while still being a useful employee. I don't have an issue getting projects done. Um, in fact, I can get them done more easily at home, and I still maintain our focus and our drive that we have collectively um, culminated. And as with your environment at home, you have no that one of the biggest time wasters for companies is um, the chit chat between employees. And, um, everyone's guilty of that, whether it's on work topics or not. There's so many little conversations that stop your brain flow and you need your brain flow going when you're when you're working on things you're trying to punch things to a spreadsheet or you're trying to come up with um, ideas for a project you need that brain flow to keep going and those that that chit chat back and forth is extremely distracting and slows everyone down and um, so working from home that's eliminated and you can control it so much more of who comes in and who distracts you or who doesn't distract you so you can so like for companies say if you wanted to go remote with your job and you knew that you could go remote with your job and you wanted to talk to your boss or your supervisor or whoever, there's a lot of good points that you can make that would benefit the company. It's not like just because you work from remotely that all of a sudden um, you'd be super distracted by your house or like you would just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and then try to get your job in in the last minute. Like if you're working from home, that means that you are you are capable enough and valuable enough that you're going to be at home and choose to work and choose to get your you know your job done mm -hmm. and choose to be focused enough to actually be an efficient employee and a valuable one but as great as working from home is that's just we're just scratching the surface with that there's um, there's so much so many more options out there especially today we can really um, we can really design the kind of lifestyle that we want to have in a realistic and sustainable way. And that's what we'll be exploring in future episodes here. Yeah, and so the biggest point that we're about is that on 9 to 5, just it takes away your flexibility for the way that you want to live. You're trading life hours for dollars versus creating a life, or at least taking that job and taking it home, you're reclaiming some more of your life when you're working remotely. But you can, like Naaman said, you can go deeper and you can actually create a life where you still make money, but you're doing the things you want to do and you're living the way you want to live. You get to see your children and your wife and just be alive. Truly. 
So now it's your turn to have and share an opinion. What do you think? Do you agree with what we're talking about? Are 9 to 5 is one of the worst things for the modern family? Or are we missing some points? Are there some things that we glossed over? Or do you guys pretty much agree with what we say? Let's have a discussion about the 9 to 5 and the health of the family. Because Naaman and I, we believe in supporting the family. We believe that it's important that husbands and wives and partners are it's important for them to be supported. It's important for them to have strong relationships, strong bonds, less divorces. It's important for kids to love and understand and respect their parents, to have true friendships. And we just don't think that the typical nine to five job, that lifestyle that ensues from the nine to five job supports this kind of life of a happy family home life. And as we've gone through our own struggles in the last um, almost 10 years almost 10 years together um, we've seen we've seen a lot of the problems that other couples uh, that they experience too especially with having kids and having a yeah. kids, pretty standard lifestyle kids complicate things a lot more yeah and and working remotely or or having some other lifestyle um, you're also going to be a lot closer together just as a couple even if you exclude the kids you are you're having so much division between the two of you by spending so much time apart. So much time. I mean, because sometimes the only time I see Naaman is at 4 o'clock when he comes home. Like, that's that's our good morning, you know? And then there it goes. Yeah. We, when you have to then go deal with, the, deal with the house, you bring the kids out to a playground or whatever, um, you make dinner, and then you're really, really tired, and then you go to bed. Yeah. Not a very... Not a very supportive place for families for couples so if you like what we've been talking about and want to throw a comment in there um, share your opinion please do that share this as well if you want to um, keep the conversation going if you think some other person that might have a lovely opinion wants to you know pitch in big thing though we're not here to argue at all we want to talk we want to have we want to come up with ideas on how to improve life for all families. If we put, if we all put our brains together, we can come up with some yeah, great solutions with for everyone. Um, and uh, keep following us if you want to hear more stuff about uh, solutions, because we are going to keep coming up with solutions, so maybe some lifestyle design kind of pieces, and more about living the kind of life that you actually want to have with your family. So thank you for listening today to podcast number one for The Pursuit and Progress. And if you want to know a little bit more about who we are, we are in, on Instagram at Pursuit and Progress, on Facebook as well, and our website is PursuitandProgress.com. So check us out and follow us for more things, for more topics, for more conversations about family life, about working, about remote work traveling and living the life that we deserve to live.